Welcome to We Talk About Movies. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ruth. And despite our best efforts, we just couldn't keep up with weekly podcasts after the new baby was born. For the immediate future, you'll get a podcast as soon as we get around to it, hopefully weekly. Finally, instead of talking about Power Rangers as promised, we're actually reviewing the summer blockbuster, Spider-Man Homecoming. Welcome, everyone, to We Talk About Movies. This is the family-friendly movie podcast where I look for plot holes and focus on the storytelling of movies, while Ruth enjoys movies almost as much as she enjoys arguing with me about my plot holes. Um, That intro just changed because Ruth didn't like the old one, so (laughs) she gets a new one. Um, Reminder... Well, I don't know if I didn't like it. Well, you needed a a little change. So um, a quick reminder, we are talking the whole movie. This is your spoiler alert. Watch the movie first because we're going to dive right into the um, spoilers of the movie we talk about, which in this case is Spider-Man Homecoming. And if you want to interact with us, you can follow us on Twitter at WeTalkAboutMOVI or Facebook.com slash WeTalkAboutMovies. Now, with me, as always, is my beautiful wife, Ruth, and the first thing I have to say to you is congratulations on being another mom, being well, a mom two times. I was like, <laughs> wait. <laughs> and you might have heard another laugh there. We have our first ever guest, my niece, Aaliyah. Uh, I've been on, on it before. Moana. I know. That's what I'm saying. She was our first guest on this oh, podcast ever. I thought you meant like right now. And she's back guest. as the first ever repeat guest. Welcome, Aaliyah. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Aaliyah. <laughs> um, just a reminder, Aaliyah is my 12-year-old niece. We saw Spider-Man Homecoming together, the three of us. and Well, there was four of us. Well, there were four of us. Because let's... Let's delve into that for just a second, because anyone that listens to our podcast knows that I, well, all of our previous ones, I've been pregnant, and we just had our second boy, and his name is Grant. Welcome, Grant. Welcome to the We Talk About Movies family. (laughs) Yes, and he's only two and a half weeks old. Correct. And... My husband, Kevin, decided that we had to find a way to see Spider-Man. <laughs> we sure did. And regardless of whether or not we're putting our newborn at risk for contracting who knows what. Because they're not born with an immune system. And so... Yeah, but he has your immune system right now. No, he has no immune system No, he has... Right <laughs> I, I could definitely be wrong about this, so I don't want to argue about it, but I, I'm pretty sure he has some immunity through the food he gets from you. Well, I, no, I think that happens over time, but it takes time for that to develop. That's why they say not to go anywhere for the first like six to eight weeks so this when they're is, born. This is, and why everyone is all cra- hand sanitizer crazy around newborns. So uh, the listeners will have to weigh in on this and tell, you know, was I right or was I wrong? Because I said, look, it's going to be okay. We're going to go to a showing that is, there's not going to be a lot of people there. Because we went on a Monday because our theater has mommy Mondays where infants and babies and toddlers are welcome. Yeah. And then if we may have a fourth or a second guest host, a fourth host on this show, uh, you might hear baby Grant in the background because <laughs> yes. he's here with us as well. So hello, baby Grant. Yes. Anyway, so the the point is 
Kevin's brilliant idea was we'll go to Mommy Monday and go see Spider-Man. And so we did. And And I almost backed out because I was very nervous about doing that. And so Grant was in his car seat. We had a uh, blanket thing draped over it. So like no air could even, I mean, he could breathe, but (laughs) we were keeping the germs out of his car seat. You can't keep out airborne germs. Sure can. That's why people wear masks when they... Okay. Trying to avoid airborne germs. That's what the that blanket was. The face. Oh, mask. that that works as well as a face mask. It does. Oh, that's interesting. The internet oh. told me. Wow, it must be true then. It must. <laughs> well, yes, he did, and then of course I was just too nervous to even like I don't even remember a single preview that we saw because I was so nervous. You, she was very nervous. I and couldn't even eat. I like. I feel bad. But the problem is it's Spider-Man, and I love Spider-Man. Who cares Spider-Man. what my wife needs <laughs> or my baby? But he has to go to see Spider-Man. He's healthy. My wife made it through. We um, we got to see this movie. It's uh, and it's a really good movie. Gosh, how how could I have possibly gone another like three months without seeing this movie? I I just can't even imagine it. Well, we survived. So we are going to talk about this movie and. Man, it is, I, I got to start and I have to say, I have a love-hate relationship with this movie because there are some things I completely love about this movie that was done so much better uh, for Spider-Man and, and just not even for Spider-Man, just compared to any of the other Spider-Man movies or even superhero movies. It does things that isn't, hasn't been done before and it's incredible. And then there are other things that I really feel like don't make sense in the world they've created. So I've got some issues. I know Ruth has one or two that we've we've talked about. Um, but we have a guest host, Aaliyah. You mentioned to me this might be your Desert Island movie. Yes. You liked it that much. Yes. What did you like about it most? Everything. Everything. Do you think, have you seen the other Spider-Man movies? I think. But you can't really remember? Mm-mm. Okay. But do you think Tom Holland, the, the guy that played Spider-Man, do you think he did a great job? Yes. You do? Did he look like a high school kid to you? Yes. Okay. He didn't look like a 30-year-old playing a high school kid? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Good. That I mean that I, a lot of people talk I about that. A lot of but people say that. Yeah, it, it really is true. He he actually he was I think he eighteen looks, when they filmed it. So he you know he's fifteen in the movie, but he he but looks he young. Ask for yeah, he really does look like a fifteen year old. Um, so Ruth, what did you really? What was your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part, mm, or what did you like about it? There's a lot I like about it. I like the you know they didn't do the origin story again because obviously. We've done that twice now. Okay, and yes. uh, it is, I, I do like the premise of the movie about how he has only been Spider-Man for a short amount of time and he's still kind of trying to figure out how to be Spider-Man. Right. Which in in the other movies, I thought it was interesting that he gets his powers and then he's just good at it. Well, and that's not just Spider-Man movies. It's every superhero movie that tells an origin story almost. They're like normal joe 
and then they get struck by lightning or bit by a spider or whatever happens and they've got these powers and all of a sudden they just know how to use them they're just like they know martial arts right and spiders don't know martial arts right so that that's one of the when i talk about my love-hate relationship with this movie i love that he doesn't just it's one thing if you get your powers um in the movie and then you're not very good at it in that movie He's already had his powers for six months. Right. Or more. It takes And he's still not that good. And it shows you, I think, the reality, not that superheroes are real, but the reality of if you were to acquire superpowers, that doesn't immediately make you a superhero. You have to take time and effort and energy to train. Right. And if you think about it, I mean, think about being a human being. It took you probably about a year to learn to even walk. Yeah. So I would think it takes you some time to figure out how to be a good superhero. So, at- but that's so that was one of my favorite parts. But in the same moment, also one of my least favorite parts. Okay. And what I mean Do by tell. Well, what I mean by that, when you mentioned that I had a couple issues with this movie, and one of the big ones was this did not add up with what happened when he when Tom Holland as Spider-Man was introduced in Captain America Civil War because in that movie when they have the you know the big fight scene between all the superheroes yep Spider-Man shows up and he's very competent yep in this movie i felt like he was falling on his face for lack of a better phrase right. like he it was almost as if he went backwards because in Captain America Civil War, he he was pretty good at Spider-Man. Yeah, so we're, <laughs> And then we're in this movie, he's him. still, it's like he he went, I, I don't know how else to put it. He went backwards. Uh, we're introduced to him in Civil War where he starts off stealing Captain America's shield. And then he he's, takes on he's Falcon fighting and, off uh, yeah, the Winter Soldier and Falcon. And he, yeah. be, he beats both of them at the same time. And then I think right. he gets like knocked out by someone else. But um he is literally a 15-year-old kid just figuring out how to be a superhero and he's fighting and beating some of the best superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in that movie. And now he can't even handle a couple of low-level bank robbers. Right. And which they had high-tech weapons, sure. sure. Okay. But still. <laughs> yeah, there so that is one of the, you know Back to my love-hate. That's my theme on this podcast. I hated that. Well, How can he be so good against superheroes and so bad yeah, in this movie? We both picked up on that, and and we both agree there. I know that there's some things I think we don't agree about, but that is one we're, we're both on board with. So, Aaliyah, have you seen Civil War, Captain America Civil War? No. Okay. So, Aaliyah doesn't... I guess you don't really have an opinion on this one, but uh, did you like how Spider-Man was not just the best superhero right away? Yes. Does that kind of speak to you as a 12-year-old kid figuring out how to do school, how to play sports? You know, you're not just immediately the best at it, right? Nope. Takes practice? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you trying to get good at right now? Volleyball. Yeah? How long have you been playing volleyball? A year. A year? And you like it? Yes. That takes a lot of practice, doesn't it? Yes. And you don't just get good all of a sudden because you're a super athlete. 
Which she's pretty athletic. I mean, she's she is. she's a, she's an athletic kid, but that doesn't just because you have the talent doesn't mean you know how to be a f- amazing volleyball player, right? No. Yeah, it's the same thing with spider or with superheroes. Just because you have the ability, super abilities, doesn't make you super. Um, so, so I I love that about this movie, but I do hate that it doesn't make sense with what we saw in Civil War. Yeah. Um, we can agree there. While we're talking about, I think my favorite thing about this movie, and a lot of people are saying this, and and I agree with them, the Vulture is one of the best villains that we've seen in any superhero movie, in my opinion, because he is he has a he has depth. You understand why he's doing it. He is not trying to take over the world. He's not trying to kill a bunch of people unnecessarily. He's just trying to make a living now, albeit a very nice living. He lives in a super fancy house, but he's not trying to hurt people and kill people. I mean, yes, he's selling dangerous well. weapons to bad guys, but <laughs> yeah, again, they that, mentioned I mean, what was Tony Stark doing before he became Iron Man? He was selling dangerous weapons to bad guys. Well, no, Except that was under was the table. It. He didn't know. He was selling him to the military. Well, yeah, but... It, a mili- just because you are a government entity no, I, I doesn't mean you're not a bad guy. No, I understand. But this is somewhere where I don't know if I'm totally on board with okay. that opinion. Because I just, I didn't think that he had enough depth backstory or whatever you want to call it. And, and maybe that's just me being overly picky. But I, yes, I get it to the point where in the beginning, obviously they, they take the workout from underneath them and he's spent all this money up front to get ready for this job. Yep. And which is a super raw deal that Iron right. Man gets to go make messes and then gets paid to clean them up. Like that, oh, yeah. that stinks. Well, not only that, like the, he had a contract with the city and then they're like, well, that doesn't matter. And yeah. it also doesn't matter what you've already paid. You would think if this were a real scenario, there would have been some type of compensation or or something. Well, yeah, I mean, like, they're not just going to show up on the job site and do right. it like that. But you have to do. But like, it's a movie. So yeah, you're not going to show some long legal court battle. No. You know. Yeah, and again, that's fine. Like I'm that I'm can let that go. But at that point, he's like, oh, well, because here's the thing: I kept thinking he's like, well, I have a family to take care of, and I have a wife, and. And I've, I have to do this. And it made it almost like I kept waiting for this reveal, I guess, to say, well, my wife has cancer or something and I have to pay to treat it and all that, like, you know, more than just supporting a family. Right. Because to me, I'm like, well, and I don't know, maybe he would have gone bankrupt if he hadn't done it and, and it would have been worse. But I just, Again, he's making such good money. They live in a freaking mansion. Yeah. So he's like, well, I have to keep doing this to support my family. Really? Do you have to? Because you have so much. It looks like business is good. Yeah, but I think that makes him interesting because he, he's not a, he's not a sympathetic bad guy. He's just a bad guy that you understand. It's not, it's not like, and they did this really poorly in Spider-Man 3, but, um, the Sandman, Flint Marco, he's a sympathetic bad guy because he is trying to get, he, he's only turned to crime because he needs to care for a sick daughter. Right. This is not that case. So he's not sympathetic 
True. But you understand his motives. You understand how he goes from just a regular working guy to a criminal to a guy who's murdered somebody, which he did on accident. Right. And he didn't even really care. But it, it kind of shows. And then he threatens to kill a teenage kid. And every person he loves. Right. So it shows his progression of becoming badder and badder. That's and true. I think that's a really interesting story. It is. And well, and here's the thing. I love Michael Keaton. Do I think he did a great job as the villain? Yes. Do I think that? Yeah, I, I guess that's a better way to put it. He wasn't a sympathetic right. villain. He was a villain you understood, but didn't yes. feel sympathy for. No, not at all. Yeah. Aaliyah, did you think the vulture was a good villain? Was he too scary? What what, did, what does a 12-year-old girl think about the vulture? He's a good villain, and he wasn't that scary. Yeah. Did you feel sorry for him, or did you think he was just kind of a jerk? Jerk. Yeah, he was just a jerk. What did you think about when you found out that the vulture was Liz Allen, Peter Parker's, you know, crush, his her dad? What did you think about that? I mean, you could kind of see it coming, but then again, you couldn't. You See, that completely surprised me. I was surprised, too. I didn't guess it at all. So you kind of felt like there was some connection there? Like, just a connection, not... Like with Liz, yeah. just with someone else. Okay, so you just felt like you knew he was going to be connected some other way, but you didn't know it was going to be Liz's dad. Yeah. I mean, they obviously make it hard to guess because... Um, it's supposed to be shocking. I mean, and it is shocking. I mean, you have a, a, a black girl and a white dad. I mean, obviously you find out it's an interracial couple, but... You know, yeah, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't just assume necessarily, right? Um, you don't know. Yeah, so it was it was very shocking, and I think um, that was a really great part of the movie to surprise everybody like that. Um, and I, I, well, think- and I kept wondering how are they going to bring Vulture back in because Iron Man had taken away the suit. Yeah, the uh, Spider Man suit. Yeah. Sorry, to be more clear. Um, so. Obviously, Peter Parker was kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'm done being Spider-Man. So I was like, well, clearly the movie's not over yet. So somehow he's going to get drawn back in. But I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, it was, it was, I think it it worked pretty well. So one thing that, I mean, I loved the, the whole scene from when Michael Keaton answers that door all the way through the car ride and everything. That was maybe my favorite part of the movie because like the vulture figures out Peter is Spider-Man. And I feel like in a lot of movies with the information he had, he might've thought maybe, but wouldn't have figured it out. Like I, I thought it was very realistic that, that he put those pieces together and figured it out and then how they interacted. I love that. But there's some things I I'll say the thing that I hated most about the vulture character was at the very end, at the very end of the fight scene. Hmm. Where he's trying to fly away and his wings are clearly not working and they're about to explode. And Peter's like, hey, they're going to explode. And he's like, I'm flying away anyways. And then they do explode. Like, well, no, he goes, oh, I don't know if he could hear him, number one. Well, and no, number two, I, but, he's like, I'm trying to save your life. And- right. And I understand how Peter looked at that situation and said, oh, he's in danger. Now I need to help him. But 
the vulture, Adrian Toomes, this character is so smart. He's so real world savvy. He's been involved in this tech for years. He really didn't understand that his suit was about to explode. I think that was really stupid. I mean, I think it's plausible. It's plausible, but I think it was a, a reach. Well, Olivia, I, I what do you think? Do you think the it. vulture would see his wings like almost on fire and think they're so good flying? He was desperate. I can see him not noticing, but you think you think he was so focused on getting that box of stuff, he just didn't even notice his wings. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I can see it, but but I I I don't know. I it bugs I, me. It did not bother me. I wasn't bothered by it. So um, the things that really bother me. I want to get into some of these. I know I'm. We might have some disagreement with the ladies here in the room, uh, but some things I I do know they're going to agree with me on because we've talked about this before. But probably my least favorite part of the whole movie is I, as I said, that we've MJ. got we've got no not that. Uh, we'll get <laughs> back to that. We've got my twelve year old niece here. This is a PG thirteen movie. She's twelve and a half. She'll oh, she'll yes. be thirteen soon. I mean, this is for her and there were a couple moments in this movie where i felt really uncomfortable sitting here with my niece because first of all there were jokes that i felt like were too adult for a pg-13 movie and second of all they weren't even funny like if you're gonna well some of them some, <laughs> we'll go into them so the first thing um flash thompson's character which i i thought that was an awful portrayal of flash thompson i didn't well and I, you've read some of the comics well, right. Flash I is mean, supposed to be a jock and bigger than Peter and picks on him and he's like physically. Right. But I don't even care if it's true to the comics. What I hate is he was the worst kind of a bully. He was an emotional bully. He he put Peter down emotionally and really like went after him. But I think that's how a lot of things are now for kids. I, I know, but I just I didn't like seeing that. Well, just because you don't like seeing it doesn't mean that it doesn't belong there. I mean, but that's what is, a lot of kids face these days. And I think the nice thing is that Peter doesn't let it affect him. I mean, obviously, he probably has his feelings hurt, but he doesn't let it overwhelm him. Yeah, I, I, I think Peter responds well to it and brushes it off, which is good. But it was... I don't know. I just didn't like... I read something before the movie that the Flash Thompson character was supposed to kind of be like... Uh, not he's a bully. Like, but I read... Oh, the, the actor who did it said, oh, he's not a bully. He's just like Peter's competition. But he's not. He's, he's no, a total he's bully. A bully. What are you, Aaliyah, do you think he was a bully? Yes. Yeah. He was real mean, right? Yes. What would you do if someone treated you like that? Would you ignore it like Peter did? Yes. Yeah, that's what I would do too. But it hurt your feelings, right? Yeah. You'd probably tell your um your parents or a teacher or someone and tell you know, try to have someone talk to them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I thought especially the whole when he was at the party and he got the whole party to chant penis Parker. I thought that was so uncomfortable in a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, and I did, so I, unnecessary. I think was, yeah, I, they could have done something else that wasn't as yeah. vulgar. It I wasn't guess. funny. It wasn't 
Like, yeah, do something else that shows he's picking on him, but don't do that. I That really turned me off. I, like, it was uncomfortable. And I wonder if I would have noticed it if it hadn't been for the fact that we were watching it with Leah. Because I just felt like, well, I'm here with my 12-year-old niece, and that's just a little... Does that make you uncomfortable, Aaliyah? Yeah. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable for you. So I, I really didn't like that. Um, I don't, I feel like I wouldn't yeah. like it, especially because this Spider-Man movie is so geared towards young people. It's the only superhero movie that is for young people. And putting that stuff in, I, I, gosh, I hated it. Um, yeah, there's another scene too where the girl flips off. Uh, yeah, Michelle. Yeah, she flips she, Peter she flips off. She flips Peter off for no reason. For no reason. Like, why would you put that in a PG 13 movie? It adds nothing to the story. No. It adds nothing to any character. Hey, Grant. You guys may be able to hear our, you know, Grant's chiming in on, on this. He really didn't <laughs> yeah. like the, the middle finger either. Um, I, I just thought that was unnecessary. And then at least this one was funny, but still really inappropriate for, uh, you know, 13 year old. I thought it was really funny, but yes, not appropriate for 13. So this is when Ned is in the library and he's the guy in the chair and he's helping out Spider Man. And then the teacher comes in and says, what are you doing? There's and, a dance going on. What are you doing in here? And his answer was, I don't even want to repeat it because... I'm, I know, this is the family-friendly podcast, yeah, and I don't think it needs to be repeated. But if you've seen the movie, you know what we're talking about. And as an adult, it was really funny because it's the last thing that you would actually say. Yeah. So, so it's funny. Because he can't say, I'm helping Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's funny for an adult. It, yeah, so that was the one inappropriate thing that I thought was funny but, but still not, inappropriate. Right, because it it was an an adult joke. Yeah. Not it, for I told Ruth it reminded me of I've seen this like tweet or something a, a meme and it's a, a a wife asks his husband, "What are these scratches on your back?" and he goes into his mind and remembers, you know, messing with the raccoon that she told him 12 times not to play with and he says, "I'm having an affair." Like right. you, you, like you pick, say the last thing you're supposed to. Yeah, say. you pick something that's even worse than what you're doing, just because you know for the shock factor. So it was funny, but um, I wish Aaliyah hadn't been there for that joke. So do you remember what we're talking about? I remember the scene. Okay, I'm glad that well, you, we don't I'm, need to yeah, go into. No, I'm glad it, you but, don't remember it. I hope it goes over twelve year olds' heads like that. But and you know um I that kind of stuff just really makes me hurt to watching a Spider Man movie and seeing that stuff. Yeah. It was almost as un, un not nearly as uncomfortable actually as when we went to go see neighbors and I don't know if you remember this, Kevin. I do. But, but that was there a rated was a, R movie. Yeah. But that was what made it even weirder. Yeah, but that's the we parents' fault. See, that's not the movie. I know, fault. but I'm just saying we went to see Neighbors, which is rated our movie, and this mom brought her son, or and I assume it's mom and son, and he was probably around ten years old, give or take. Yeah. And it, it's a really inappropriate movie for yeah. I would not was, let Aaliyah see it. No, and that was super 12. inappropriate, and that was really weird. Um. Grant's really chiming in now. Okay. Um, I got two things I really want to talk about, and I think I've got some differing opinions here. One of my, one of the things I really didn't like is when Peter, now that he's Spider-Man, he has this quote unquote internship. He gives up so many things for the internship 
And I just, I feel like that, the best part of this movie is showing what it's like to be a kid and a superhero at the same time and the push and pull and the struggle between both. But there was no struggle because Peter just very easily picked um, being a superhero every time. So, hello, Grant. Grant is officially on the show now. He's in Ruth's lap. Um, so, for example, when... And here's where we, we're going to disagree. Yeah. So, for example... But go ahead. Peter, like Tony Stark says, I know you gave up band earlier. And you can see he's on the academic decathlon. And he's with his best friend. He's with the girl that he's crushing hard on. I mean, they make it very clear. He's already Spider-Man. It's not like he was only crushing hard on Liz until he got these powers and he forgot about her. He really liked her. And she's on the academic decathlon team. And he wants to impress her and wants to date her. And yet, they're like, all right, we're going to nationals. And with no thought at all, he didn't even have anything specific. He was just like... I don't want to leave because of my internship. And it's like what would make this movie really interesting is for Peter to really struggle with that decision and be like, oh my gosh, this is Liz. I can impress her. We can win nationals. I can make this girl of my dreams really like me, but I want to be here in case there's a superhero thing. There was no internal tension. It was just but to eh, me, superhero. It wouldn't have made sense for Peter Parker. You don't think? Because he's supposed to be this nerdy kid, right? Yeah. And she's a senior and he's a sophomore. So in his head, he's going, this is never going to happen. I can crush on her all I want. I'm never going to make her like me because I'm just a nerdy sophomore. And she's a popular senior girl. But you know, his head's not there because later he asks her out. Right. Only because she makes it blatantly obvious. I don't know. I just feel like... Because I I was that socially awkward. (laughs) I was a high school boy once. And if I thought I had any. So the most popular girl in our high school, her name was Amanda Spino. And every guy, she was the you know captain of the dance team. And every guy wanted, you know, to have a chance to go on a date with Amanda Spino. And um, my example is I was a swimmer in high school. And if you told me, Kevin, you can pick one of two things. You could either guaranteed win the state championship in your event in swimming or you get to go out with amanda spino i i that wasn't peter's choice but it's similar it's an it's not similar though because it's not like he knew that she would go out with him ever in a million years i know but what i'm saying is that would be a hard decision for me and i don't know what i would have picked back then because i can't go back to my 16 year old body but that is better not pick Amanda Spino. <laughs> no, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, I'm I'm sure Amanda's a lovely girl these days, but I'm so glad I ended up with Ruth. <laughs> I'm just kidding you. I'm giving you a hard time. Um, but that it's a hard decision. There's something to it. It's not. I I felt right, like they have, missed an opportunity there. I mean, I think it's possible, but I don't. I think it was necessary at all, and I think it's totally believable because he's still on cloud nine just totally enamored with the fact that he got to fight with the avengers and and now he wants to be an an avenger so it's all still shiny and new and he's just enamored with it that's his it's his new obsession i think you underestimate the power uh girls can have over a 15 year old boy no i don't but 
I mean, I had crushes too, and I would do anything to be around my crush. But if I knew, like there was, I remember being a freshman in high school and thinking about a couple of different junior, senior boys. Gosh, they're so hot. I would love to go out with them if they asked me, but I'm just a lowly freshman. So you just stare at them, but you never actually interact with them or think, oh, I might be but able to have thing, a chance. Peter, had, Peter was on the academic team with her. He sure. had a, plenty of opportunity to interact with well, her. Okay, he, yes, he could interact with her, but that doesn't mean that there's a shot at being with them. Aaliyah, tell me about your boyfriend. I don't have one. <laughs> what, she doesn't you, like you, wait, but you went to camp and there was an older, there was a counselor at camp, right? He was 20. He was 20, but he was cute, wasn't he? Yeah, yes. but she knew, did you, but you knew that you were never going to date him, right? Because he was so much older. Yes, I knew that. Right. So you just stare at him because he's cute, right? Yes. And that's always fun. And now your family gives you trouble about your boyfriend from camp. I don't. I'm on board. <laughs> well... Aaliyah, she's I, only going to tell me from now on. I know, and Aaliyah, <laughs> you're not. Aaliyah, she's is not, not boy crazy. Looking to to have a boyfriend these days. She but still covers her eyes during the kissing scene. She does. <laughs> Were the, was there a kissing scene in this movie? Yeah, I think there. Uh, that's a good question. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I heard Aaliyah go. Ugh, yeah, yeah at I, some I feel point. like I remember that. But when was it? Who kissed who? Well, did Peter kiss Liz? No, I don't. Uh, that's a good I mean, question. like the what vulture kissed his wife, but it was just oh, like it might a have peck been on that. I think that was it, wasn't mm. it? I don't know. We'll have to look that up. Anyways, so that is a thing, part of this movie that I really didn't like. And maybe if I go watch it again, it, it, I'll feel differently. But I didn't like that. And one more. And again, my wife is going to disagree with me here. Maybe Aaliyah can break the tie. I did not think it was in peter's character to turn down tony stark's offer at the end of the movie i thought you know he spent going we're gonna disagree here but going back to what i just said he didn't even think about giving up you know a potential to do his internship for one weekend for this girl that he is crushing super hard on because he all he wants to do is be an avenger and so that is him throughout the whole movie and then I don't see, I don't understand what happened in that battle with the vulture that would have made him change his mind. To me, he wants to be an Avenger. He, um, and part of the reason he was going after the vulture is because he was like, I'm going to prove to Tony that I can do this. And then he does it. He, he beats the vulture. He, you know, saves his life and beats him and gets all of Tony's stuff back. And he's saved the day. He's a hero. To me, his character, as it was displayed throughout this whole movie, is like, I did it. Now I get to be an Avenger. Awesome. I'm moving upstate. Peace out, Aunt May. I'm gone. No, Say hey to Spider-Man. No, no, Woo! no, no. That, oh, yeah. She <laughs> okay. agrees it's with me. It's two on me. one, but I, I really <laughs> no, feel like that doesn't because, make sense. No, it does make sense because, yes, in the beginning part of the movie, yes, that's all he wants to do. But then you have to... Go through the rest of the movie, okay? I know, so but where... He, I don't... Under, I, okay. Tell me so, the development. Because, okay, so it starts from the fact, yes, he goes after the vulture. He totally screws the pooch and, like, the the fairy gets blown up, right? Yeah, yeah. And Iron Man has to show up to save the day because Spider-Man couldn't. And that's when 
he's like, I'm sorry I messed up, but I was trying to get the bad guy, whatever. You didn't even come here yourself. And then he walks out of the suit, right? So he's all shocked, like, okay, this is a really big deal. And then he's like, I'm taking away the suit. And he says, well, I'm nothing without the suit. Well, if you're nothing, and Tony says, well, if you're nothing without the suit, then you don't deserve it. And to him, that's that's a huge point for him. I mean, that's like knocking him back down to human status, non superhero status. Okay. Right? So yes, he that's you. a huge blow to his psyche. Yes. So he loses that and then he figures out who the vulture is and is freaking out because he doesn't know what to do about it because it's Liz's dad. He doesn't have his suit, but he knows it's the right thing to do, so he goes and fights him and then he loses because the vulture makes all the uh, rubble, yeah. yeah, collapse on top of him. And in this one scene, you see it too. He's totally torn down to again, almost being human because he's trapped under all the rubble. He's screaming for help. Yeah. He's the superhero and he is screaming for help because he, he, in that moment, he goes, I'm not a superhero. I'm clearly not ready for this. And then they show the, the reflection of half Peter Parker, half Spider-Man. Yep. And then he decides, okay, I have to dig deep from within me to find Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I might be Peter Parker, but I, I have to find Spider-Man. So he gets out and he goes and he's like, I have to do what's right and stop Vulture. So he goes and he stops him. And after doing all of that and almost getting killed by the Vulture again, this will be the second time because he tries to send him through the jet turbine yeah twice Mm -hmm. after going through all of that and barely making it yes he beat him barely only because his jetpack blew up that's why he realizes hey maybe i need a little more time before i become an avenger but but yeah so he should go live at the avengers facility and train there and become a better superhero what no why why would he do that because that's why, exactly he can't what he leave wants. Aunt May. First of all, that doesn't make any sense. Why would he just move? What are you going to tell Aunt May? Second of all, he's in high school. Probably doesn't want to leave because hey, guess what? There's more girls in high school and his best friend. But again, like we have already established he doesn't and care then, about that stuff. Being a superhero, but, he does. but being a superhero makes all of that stuff irrelevant to him. Right? He's in shown the beginning, that in this movie. it did. In the beginning, it did. But then through the development of the movie, it doesn't. That's what he he realizes. I, d- I just don't think he did realize that. I do. That's why he turned him down. Because he said Even, that I'm not ready for Avenger status. Let me just be Spider-Man for a little bit. Even when he turned him down, he was like, that was a test, right? So now I can still maybe be an Avenger. Like he, even when he turned him down, he's still thinking well, sure, he's he angling still wants for being to, an Avenger. Well, of course he does. I'm not saying he doesn't want to be an Avenger. Of course he does. He's just, he's a mature kid. He's a smart kid. That's Peter Parker. He just knows he's not ready. Okay. I'm just going to have to disagree, but I want to get Aaliyah's take. What, so Who do you, you agree, agree with, with Uncle the- Kevin or Aunt Ruth? Ruth. Why? Because. Because she likes me better. No, I'm just <laughs> Because he's still a kid and. So he he's a he's fifteen years old. He's a sophomore in high school, and all he wants is to be an Avenger. And then 
But what, so tell me, what do you think changed his mind? Was it, um, almost dying? Yeah. yeah. Do you think he, he, maybe he never realized how dangerous being an Avenger actually is? Is it that? Yeah. Anything else? No. No. See, I, whatever it was to me, and obviously, obviously in the movie it's there because he did change his mind, but I didn't see it. I wanted something in the movie to show me what was the turning point. What, where did that? Why does near death not cut it for you? Yeah. Because twice. Well, three times, really. Because mm-hmm. he, when he said, I know I'm going to be a friendly neighborhood Spider Man, he didn't say, I think I should do that because I'm afraid if I become an Avenger, I'm going to die. No. Like, but I, I just don't, I can't connect. Practice his- makes you better, right? Yeah. So he wants to practice before he gets to the big leagues. He could so practice. he'll be a friendly neighborhood Spider Man until he really can take on the villains. But he could practice with at the Avengers facility. Okay, but then he might fall into the same trap he did with the suit, relying on the suit. Then he relies on the other Avengers instead of relying on himself. I don't know. I we could oh, talk. Oh, boom! In, that was no good. Yes, it was. We could talk in circles on this all night long, but ultimately, well, I, I don't see it. I hope that people will comment about who they agree with. I'm sure most people agree with you because everything I'm reading is people love this movie, which I liked it. Well, there's times, though, that you bring up points that a lot of people go, oh, I've never thought of that. And you've done it for me, too. I just don't necessarily agree this time. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, before we close up, the MJ reveal. So when Michelle, who the character is Michelle, I've looked this up, you know, she is not Mary Jane Watson. Oh. But. She's not? No, she's Michelle Jones. But. You know, that in calling herself MJ, it obviously leads you to believe that this is potentially uh, Peter's love interest. Right. That maybe Mary Jane Watson doesn't exist in this universe. And That's this kind of what is, I assumed. She's not Mary Jane, but she's his love interest. That, I don't care about the name MJ. Like, whether she is or is not Mary Jane Watson is irrelevant to me. Um, the thing that bugs me about it is Peter Parker is supposed to be the nerd. He's supposed to be the goofball, the geek that none of the girls like. And yet the popular, beautiful Liz liked him and wanted to go to the dance with him. And now you he, can clearly tell Michelle. Now, had oh, Michelle. Yeah. Michelle freaking showed up at detention when she didn't even have detention because she's to me following Peter around. I mean, she has her own excuse. Oh, I like doodling. No, she was there because Peter was there and she wants to be near him. So I feel like that's a little weird that that Peter Parker has girls just fawning over him. That's that's not how Peter Parker is supposed to be. I mean, I don't think they're fawning over him, but yeah, it is a little odd, a little I guess. But I, 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 I don't know. I don't have a big problem with it. I don't have a big problem with it. I Like I said, I don't care whether she is or is not Mary Jane Watson um i don't really care but um she definitely doesn't fit the character and and again this is not about what she looks like or what color her hair is mary jane is not a a social outcast mary jane is not an intellectual character mary jane and this girl is yeah this the from a personality perspective they're just not michelle is not mary jane in any way so um, maybe they're just 
like you said, just not going to have Mary Jane. Yeah, in which this. is totally fine. I just think it's a, it's a little. It just weird. was weird because we were like, wait, so she's, but she's not Mary Jane. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of a confusing thing. Any last thoughts, ladies? What before we get into ratings? Aaliyah, do you have a favorite funny part that you remember? Um, when Peter Parker turns down the, the Avengers. And there actually were a lot of people out there. Yeah. Um, they had to make an excuse. Uh-huh. So Iron Man asked Happy if he still had the ring mm-hmm. while um, Pepper was there. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Do you think Iron Man and Pepper should get married? Yes. Yeah. You think they're a good couple? Yeah. As good as your Aunt Ruth and Uncle Kevin? Mm-mm. Nobody's that good, huh? No. We're the best. <laughs> We're the best. Wow. <laughs> good job, Kev. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was funny. And I and I was so surprised to see uh Pepper Potts in this movie. I was too. She hasn't been in a movie since Iron Man Three, which was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Um that padding is is Grant. He's getting a sorry, a burp. I've got to. He's got a burp. Hey, that Grant's got a burp. He can do it on the podcast, no problem. See, I got a burp. Um. All right. Any other funny parts? What? Well, let's talk one more thing. Um. What do you think about Aunt May finding out at the very end that Peter is oh, Spider Man? Yeah. What the heck? That's I'm like, crazy. What's he gonna say? It's a Halloween costume. I know. I was thinking maybe he could say that, but obviously they're they're saying Aunt May knows now. So now, I mean, the the number of people who know is growing substantially. Right. I know. How, right. How, how? Who knows, Aaliyah? Uh, all the Avengers. Well, well, duh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, but but in Peter's world, because those they're kind of like his best friend, right? right. Ned, Ned and Aunt May. Aunt May. Who else? Uh, Liz's dad. The Vulture. Yeah. Yeah. So three guys, and then real quick, when the Vulture is in prison and he talks to, I think his name's Max Gargan or something. I'll, for those who are not Spider Man, uh you know real big fan yeah that, i didn't know who that was that's actually the scorpion um so you may see the scorpion in a future movie but um when he says do you know who spider-man is and uh, the vulture lies and says if i knew he'd already be dead i um, liked that I, I did too yeah so that i thought was really cool as kind of a redeeming quality because now spider-man has not only saved his his daughter from death in Washington, D.C., he's also saved him. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was a really cool redeeming quality of the Vulture and another reason why I think he is one of the best villains we've seen in superhero movies. All right, it is time for ratings. Aaliyah, get us started. Out of 10. 11. Whoa. I mean, it is her island movie. I know. So when we talked to Moana, you gave Moana 10 out of 10. So Spider-Man's better than Moana? Well, Moana's my favorite animated movie. Of all time? Yes. Awesome. And this is your favorite non-animated movie of all time? Yes. Wow. Better than Guardians of the Galaxy? Because I know she loves that one, too. Mm. She liked the second one better than the first one. You know what? I have to say that Aunt Ruth and Uncle Kevin really hit the nail on the head with movies with this little girl. Not little girl, young adult woman. Because some movies you've watched with us, Star Wars. You had never seen any Star Wars movies. Uh huh. 
She hadn't it's not seen the original, right? Yeah, I saw one with Camille because. But we, you know, we bought the set. We bought so the she set so you it. could watch yeah. Star Wars, and you like those movies. Moana, we watched together. Your favorite animated movie ever, uh, Spider Man. You watched Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, of the Galaxy the and Spider Man. You and Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange. I mean, we are really giving this girl a good uh, movie background. I know we are. Yeah, and you know what? I don't even think it's the movies. I think you just love watching movies with Aunt Ruth and Uncle Kevin. Yeah, we love Aaliyah. We want to kidnap her and keep her here forever. <laughs> I do. I, I know. know. And I know your mom would kill me. But we love her. All right. Uh, Aaliyah gives it an 11. I think I'm going to have to give that a 10 on the website because I don't think it goes up to 11. But uh, Aaliyah loved it. So, Ruth, out of 10, I know you hate it, but give me a I number. I know. Well, and I have to think back to... One of the last podcasts that we recorded, which was Wonder Woman. And I loved Wonder Woman. And I gave that a nine, I think. I think so. Uh, I really liked this one. I don't think I liked it as much as Wonder Woman. So I think I want to say eight. Okay. Eight from Ruth. Maybe eight and a half. Okay. Which one? Oh, I have to pick. Do you have to pick one? Eight. Uh, Ruth says an eight. For me, I liked this movie, but... I just feel like, you know, I've got a lot of dislikes in the column over here. And I know Ruth tried to convince me otherwise. I wasn't convinced. I think there's some problems with this movie. I can't wait to see it again because I want to see if maybe my mind changes on some of these things. But right now, I'm only going to give it six and a half. Whoa! I was not <laughs> expecting that. Were you? No. Six and a half. I, Heaven. But that, the, and it's so, this is so hard for me. I'm, I'm going to get on my Ruth soapbox now. I don't want to rate this one because <laughs> there are really aspects of this movie that are 10 out of 10, 100%. The fact that, you know, they do a high school superhero movie. The Vulture is amazing. I mean, Tom Holland is great, but the problems I have are really significant problems for me. And I love the character. I can't wait to see every other Spider-Man movie coming, you know, after this one, but I've got some issues. So it's a love hate relationship. You do have issues. That's true. Yeah. Nobody (laughs) would argue with that. So I'm six and a half for me. Oh my. Oh my. All right. Aaliyah, thank you so much for being on our podcast. I can't wait for our listeners to hear it, for our boys when they grow up to hear what, what our... And we might do one more before she needs, heads yeah. back to St. Louis. Yep. Yes. So I promised you guys Power Rangers with Aaliyah and... Oh, is that the one she picked? That's yep. the one she picked. So okay. um, that one's coming up next. You're going to get the same promise this week. So um, Aaliyah, thank you. Welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Even though I like this movie, I have to say I am extremely disappointed in what I thought were some missed opportunities and some unnecessary adult jokes. Spider-Man Homecoming gets a 6.5 from me, an 8 from Ruth, and an 11 from Aaliyah. I would really love to hear your opinion on my opinion, because I think mine's a little different than most. So let me know on Twitter at WeTalkAboutMOVI, Facebook.com slash WeTalkAboutMovies, or our website, WeTalkAboutMovies.com. 
Now, as I said in the intro, we're doing our best to produce these shows, but it's really hard with a newborn. And to make matters a bit more complicated, I started an amazing new job this week, which is also taking up quite a bit of time. We did, however, find time to record one more podcast with Aaliyah, so this time I am definitely telling the truth when I say our next episode will be on the Power Rangers movie.